<laughs> and this is episode 102 of Wayne In with Travis Hartman. I'm B-Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trap. We back. We're back. We had a little uh, hiatus for different things, a hurricane and again, and uh, just whatever is going on. Episode 102, folks, uh, coming to you from the TH Boxing Facility, the, the podcast room here. I'll go through the normal spiel here in a minute. But tonight, we got to talk. Montana Love taking on Steve Spark and some controversy with that fight. We're also going to talk about this nice bourbon selection we finally you know got. anything about bourbon, you know what that means. Finally got some blends. So we got Montana Love, Steve Spark. We got talking about blends and also some formatting changes for our programming. We got some new stuff coming to you all, folks. And then who knows where the conversation goes. But we can travel. One thing I do want to say is I love the fact that you have a Weekend Trav shirt on. Very bright. We're in the Sunshine State. We are in the Sunshine State. This is the number one Beards, Bourbon, and Boxing podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym on the second floor of said boxing gym, in the podcast room, shot on a Sunday or Monday. Today is Sunday, dropping on? Wednesday morning at 7.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In, in the, the world! world. And, and folks, you should be watching that at 7.15 today on Wednesday. I'm saying today because I'm assuming you're watching today. We can trap. Pretty exciting. We just Money, came up, off of what a is up, brother? we came off of a great game, okay? Football game. My team, the the Green Bay Packers, who have had a horrible season, taking on your Dallas Cowboys and Weekend Trap. Wow, what a nail biter! It's a somber time for Weekend Trap right now. What Very I wanted sad. to do. Very sad. I wanted to hand this over to you. Very sad. You know, just so you could just touch it, touch the jersey of a winner. <laughs> Anyways. So, obviously, the Packers won. We stink, but we still won. Packers um, won. Weekend trap. Somber time right now. Turn that frown upside down. Somber. Because we have item number one we want to talk about, and that is from Cleveland, Ohio. Montana Love took on Steve Spark. Super lightweight division, correct? Yeah. Yep. And uh, I don't know. It was from for some random. 140, For pounds. some random belt of some sorts. It was on, I think, DAZN as well. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, Ohio. This was a main event. Round six, a little controversy, but for the folks at home, give us a, a little bit about who Montana Love is, um, and then even if you have something on Spark. But then what happened exactly? Yeah. Break this thing down. We'll try to put some still images here, too. It's just kind of a – it's been a weird boxing weekend, weekend trap. I think it's been a weird sports weekend. It has. Actually. It has. Counting the NFL and everything else. But Montana Love, if you know anything about Montana Love, Montana Love fought on a couple of Jake Paul undercards. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where he and Jake Paul was real high on the guy. And actually, I'm, I was pretty high on him too. The guy, the kid can fight. He's got a lot of good skill. He was 18 and 0 going into this fight, um, and this was his first headliner in Cleveland, mm-hmm. his hometown. Uh, a lot of pressure when you fight in your hometown. You're undefeated. You're getting highly yep. touted. It is very tough. But this was a showcase fight. This was supposed to be a showcase fight. This and was supposed you, to be a so fight where to win. And what do you mean by that, showcase fight? It's to showcase this new emerging talent, meaning they're putting him in against another guy that he's supposed to look good against. Okay. And, yeah. and so we're, we're trying talk- to showcase him to the world. And we're introduce talking, him. We're talking about the promoter. So who, yes, and who's yes. this promoter? The zone, which is Eddie Hearn. Yeah. Which is your favorite guy, I know. Well, no, I don't mind Eddie Hearn. He's just starting to show off some qualities that I, yeah. I think are unbecoming of, of a gentleman of his caliber. So um, Brandon's correct. B-Money's correct. Uh 
but Montana Love came into this fight highly touted, um, number one ranked, I believe, in the way in like the IBF and a couple other uh, major sanctioning belts. We'll get to that later. There's a lot of them, so it's confusing for most people. Hmm. Um, but Montana Love came into this fight was supposed to blow this guy out. Supposed to look fancy, um, possibly get him out of there. I mean, Sparks has two losses. I like what you did there. He did get him out of there. We'll get to that in a second, too. <laughs> he very much yeah, so Let's did. keep going, though. But also, Sparks has got a really good name, too, because he sparked him out of there, too. But so, for second round happens, Montana Love goes down, gets dropped by Spark, for sure, mm-hmm. and ends up turning into kind of a rough and tough fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe there was an accidental headbutt. I think there's a cut. The, the, the doctor comes in in like the sixth round, checks the cutout, lets yeah, it go. Love has a pretty nasty yeah. split over the eyelid, yeah. And it was a kind of a rough fight. I mean, from what I watched, Spark was um, super, super in his face, on his chest, made it uncomfortable. That's how you beat a guy, though. Mm-hmm. A top guy, you make them work when they don't want to work. Period. And we'll get into that later in some of our weighing in with Travis Hartman um, uh, little films as well because we're going to talk sure. about some technique and things like that, how to beat these guys. And this is how you do it. And Spark had a great game plan. Mm-hmm. And he got Montana Love out of his comfort zone. Montana Love's a pretty boy. I think that's his name. Isn't it pretty boy Montana Love? Something like that. And he is. He's slick. He's good. He he just moves out of the way. He doesn't take a lot of punishment. Well, this guy was in his in his grill the whole time. Mm-hmm. In his grill so much that in the sixth round, Montana Love grabbed him, flipped him over the ropes, out of the ring. Yeah. Completely out of the ring. Yeah. yeah. Like it was one hundred percent on purpose. You watch the video, he did it on purpose. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah we we'll see there's some sort of copyright and trademark sort of issues that we would we want to put what we can here and we will um but the scene itself was melee the ref did not have control over this thing i don't not really from start to finish really i think i think the ref didn't do a very good job um and, and so as we can travis trying to describe this it wasn't that they were already pushed against the ropes and he just kind of abs- accidentally hip tossed them no. this was they were really scrapping kind of middle of the ring and it finally pushed against the ropes and he yeah. just Took him, took the leverage over, and whoop. Yeah, now he, he lifted him, picked him up, he kind of said that, and then he went over. Yeah. It was like he lifted him and then threw him yeah, over. Yeah, a lot of like, some, It was pretty obvious. You know, the ref's not innocent in this one, too. He should have done a better job. But that being said, conduct unbecoming of yeah. what should be going on in that ring. So they ended up disqualifying Montana Love yeah. in the sixth round for that, and a lot of people thought it was early. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to say it was a little early, too. Okay. I do. However, I think you're 100% correct. This is conduct unbecoming. It is. But I think in a normal circumstance, and the only reason I'm saying this is because Sparks, good for him for being super honest. Most guys get thrown out of the ring. They're going to fall down. They're going to stay down. They're going to wait. They for went a, right back in. Yeah, they're going to wait for yep. a disqualification. Yep. Sparks was like, no way. He's like, I'm getting back in the ring. And by rules, you actually do have 20 seconds to get back in the ring. Um, I think – on an instance like that. So he got back in the ring and obviously was ready to fight, but they yeah. already disqualified him. This is what should have happened, and I'm telling you that this was a discretion call by the referee. He was not by no means out of line of making this call. He was well within his rights to disqualify him and probably made the right decision. However, I think a lot of people would have liked for the referee to have been took him in the middle of the ring, took two points away. You yeah. can take two up to two points, not just one. You could take two points away from him, give him a stern warning. Yeah. You do anything else, you're getting disqualified. I think that would have been a fair call. Mm. And then because honestly, this is why I say that is because I think Sparks was on his way to winning anyway. Yeah. I think he was on his way to winning. Yeah. What do you take from from what I have read and, and seen? Between rounds, especially after he got split, after Montana Love got split, 
it was someone overheard when the doctors are checking him out. He's saying something to the effect of that he, he's having problems seeing. What what is supposed to happen there? If a fighter is saying that, the doctor's yeah. in sight, what's supposed to occur in that situation? But also, what's kind of running through the head of Montana Love in that moment as well? He's looking for a way out, mm. 100%. And the reason why he's looking for a way out, it's not smart, actually, because what happened? What would happen to me if it was, if it was ruled an accidental headbutt yeah. or some sort of accidental foul if four rounds have been completed? So you have to, and this was a mm-hmm. six round, so it mm-hmm. was. So if four rounds have been completed and it gets stopped on exit, they go directly to the scorecards. Yeah. Whatever the scorecards are at that point. But it's stupid in Montana because I believe he was losing. He yeah. went down in the second round. So I believe he was probably losing on the scorecards. I have to look at those scorecards actually, but it wasn't a smart move. But I think he was looking for a way out. Mm. And my opinion is he ended up facing a tougher guy than he thought. And that's what happened. He got in that ring. He got dropped in the second round. The guy was yeah. tough yeah. in his face, like rough and tough. The guy probably wasn't the cleanest fighter. Right. He probably wasn't. Uh, Sparks wasn't. But he was making it tough on Montana Love. And Montana likes to be pretty. He likes to stay on the outside. He doesn't have the dog in him. This is what I got out of this fight. And what I mean by that is, you know a lot of athletes will say, do you got the dog in you or not? And the dog in you means when things get tough, mm-hmm. do you buckle down and get tougher or do you check out? Yeah. In my opinion, Montana Love checked out on multiple different occasions. Yeah. His first checkout for me was trying to pretend like he couldn't see yeah. because of the headbutt. He's kind of want a way out. And a, that's a safe way out because if they would have stopped that fight, they went to it the was, scorecards, he loses on points, but he always has that excuse, It right? was so odd because even after the fight weekend, Trav, he was walking around after he'd already been in the locker room for a little while. He was walking around backstage like leaving the arena. He hadn't been stitched up yet. He was still split open, complaining about you know, yeah. trying to play. It's just a. It was a weird setup. Now, now Montana Love. This is Eddie Hearn's guy, Dazone. You know, the big big time mm-hmm. promoter. This is Eddie Hearn's guy. Eddie Hearn was there. He was there in Col- in Cleveland. He was there in Cleveland. He was in the ring afterwards, and he did not agree with the ref's DQ decision. And some of the way he has started to word things, weekend Trav, it's starting to ruffle my feathers a little bit. Because we used to talk very highly about Eddie Hearn, like, man, he just wants good product out there. He's he's good a guy fights. for the fighters, good, good fighters. fights, yada, yada. But now that he has continuously kind of like marked certain guys as his guys, you can see the favoritism in it. And it's just kind of starting to get a really bad taste in my mouth. That's what she said. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna tell you why. Eddie Hearn right now as a promoter is very insecure. His cash cow... The one, the reason why he got the big contract with DAZN, mm. the reason why he's got all of those big time fights with DAZN was because of Anthony Joshua. Right. Anthony Joshua was the cash cow of Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn splashed into the scene by promoting Anthony Joshua. Rightfully so. Anthony Joshua was amazing. Yep. The guy, good looking, could fight, high, like charismatic, yep. all of that. And it was working. But guess what? It was only working until it wasn't because now it's not. And now what you're seeing is Anthony Joshua is a very insecure fighter now as well. But also it's it's kind of I'm just it's baffling though that that insecurity is carried over into the business yeah. side of Eddie Hearn. Because you're right. That interview that Eddie Hearn gave after Montana Love lost was very, very biased, was very insecure, was Laden hey with I'll excuse. put in all my money. Yeah. The fact that Eddie Hearn was actually there too, live for that fight, was like why is he, he was putting all because he because I think he thought Montana Love well, well that, was gonna be the next. And cash why, is, cow. why is he in the ring afterwards? Why why is he complaining in the ring I know, afterwards about I know. A, a decision of a referee? That just and, and when there's already been such questionable actions the other way when it comes to officiating, 
having to do with Eddie Hearn and some DAZN cards. It's very interesting. I just don't understand the thought process, at least in the moment I understand. But when you start fast-forwarding steps down the road for an Eddie Hearn and for promoting, it's just it's just one of those where a fan or a casual fan is like, all right, here we go, another yeah. boxing thing that's dramatic. And here a long line of these promoters that are just clown shoes and all these fights that who knows who's actually winning and are these fixed or are the referees in on it's and the officials in on it. And it sucks. This was not uh, – I wouldn't call this a black eye weekend for boxing, but this isn't a weekend that I think – boxing really wants back or they want to do again it's yeah. between uh and if you guys caught it earlier this week it, between the on the quick shots between tommy fury being tommy fumbles and what and his family just being absolute idiots okay and we think jake paul's so bad no he is he has put a light on that family of how ridiculous they are so between that okay and now between this also it happened basically the same day uh, roughly we can trap Give me some confidence moving Listen, forward in the boxing world. Well, what? First of all, I don't believe those guys represent boxing as a whole. Right. I don't. And maybe Eddie Hearn just having an off year. Okay, I'll give maybe. him that credit. But also, like I told you off air, though, I looked at you. You were like, you said all this stuff, and I agree with you. And my comment back was, he's becoming a promoter. Yeah. The sleazy ones that nobody likes, the that we thought he was better than the Bob Arams and the than the Oscar <laughs> Delahoy's and all well, those. No, 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 that's the funny and part. That was I made the joke. I made the joke earlier today. It's like it's pretty sad when Oscar De La Hoya, which God bless him, great fighter back in the day. When he, when I look at all the class of promoters, he's like the 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 less stinky turd in the toilet bowl at this point, right? And like we we don't like to get into politics anymore, but like I said about politics nowadays. It's like we're voting for the least worst. The least worst. I think the promoters now, by giving De La Hoya that, you're anointing him the best promoter. He's the least worst of the promoters. I won't go that far. So he's <laughs> the best promoter, okay? He's he, the least worst. You know that he's biased already. We already yeah. know what we're going to get with him. But he actually wants to put out favorable content. He wants good fights. He wants. He doesn't want his fighters to hide. He wants them to fight the best people. Depending on how it comes across, I don't know. But ultimately, it's just not a good look for Eddie Hearn, in my opinion. Not that it matters to him, but to the general public listening to my voice, maybe it does. I don't know. If you know that, I think you're right. I think that the interview that he gave afterwards, business wise, was not good. Just like as a regular fan, not good. Which tells me, in general, it was not a good interview. Like at least if you were trying to like protect one side of that, like it made sense. But. I thought it was bad all around. Like, how does it look? It, it just sounded terrible. In UFC terms, how does it look when Dana White wants to favor one fighter over another? He doesn't do it that much, okay? I know he's never had a, a good relationship with the Diaz brothers, but and there's some other certain, certain circumstances. But if he was to completely be one-sided and favor certain fighters, that just doesn't look right. This doesn't look good. It makes you like, kind of question I think results. one could say that he did favor Conor McGregor for the longest time. Oh, as a cash, cash cow. cow. Sure, sure. Which is, think about this. This is exactly what's going on with Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn favored Anthony Joshua. Which that kind of fell yeah, through. It just he's makes, reeling right it now. Just meant then kind of for a fan makes you look at outcomes and kind of question, huh? Is this legit? You know what the crazy thing about this entire episode started off already is the fact that Floyd Mayweather 
actually fought. Yeah. He was actually the main event of the Tommy Fury versus whoever else. I don't even know the guy. I don't know the name of the paper. I don't even care. But the fact is, that's where boxing is headed. And that's why I wouldn't say it's a black eye, but I would say that it's kind of taken a weird shift from actual real. He said black eye. (laughs) Because Mayweather is a black eye. So (laughs) it's taken a shift from the the actual boxing people yeah. but also let's be honest mayweather's also shifted that for himself too by it fighting just, exhibitions so, so we can jump it just sucks because now let me let me think of other examples over the past month okay so when we talk boxing now we're talking about social media and youtube stars we're talking about weird exhibition fights that weren't supposed to happen between guys that are trying to duck youtube guys we're talking about you know retired fighters fighting all these people we're talking about celebrities doing this and that we're talking about guys ducking youtube guys exactly we're talking (laughs) about when we talked about montana love and steve spark we're talking about a guy that basically did a a a freaking pro wrestling move over the ropes and then well we get to okay well let's talk about real fighters well now we're starting to talk about terence crawford and we're starting to talk about errol spence and we're talking about you know all these other guys that are ducking each other what are we supposed to think as pugilist fans as combat sports fans we're seeing all these guys duck each other like and then all we're really talking about that's activity is this weird circus stuff we're back to the circus entertainment side of things yep it sucks weekend trap listen if you're if you're a boxing purist it does suck but again I don't have to like this, and this is what happens, and this is why Jake Paul is very, very popular in it. Whether you like him or not, you're paying to see him, right? This is the shift that's going on. I think once in a generation, these things happen, and that's – think about it. In business, B-Money, you're a financial advisor. You've been through so much. You've been through the 2008 housing crash. You've been through this recent one with – Biden inflation, but mm-hmm. you've been through all of that, right? Mm-hmm. There's a shift that always happens, and right now it's a weird shift. But Jake Paul actually is bringing new eyes to yeah, the sport. Yeah, I don't mean you. I feel like I know, no, 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 I know, I know, we're I know. peers, though. I know, like it's it, just it's a weird shift, and it's happening. We're in the middle of it. I know. Eventually, it's, it's revision to the mean, and we finally get the big fights we want of legit people. And not the drama fights. Hopefully. You know, so like, for instance, like we don't get Canelo back until Cinco de Mayo because he had surgery. So we're not going to have him yep. for months. Uh, the two guys we've been talking about fighting each other, that's probably, honestly, I'm, I'm starting to think that's never going to happen. Um, it's and, a good chance. And so, I don't know, we can travel. You know, so we got to this point because we were talking about Montana Love uh, and, and Steve Spark and just the wild ride that was. I want to shift topics let's go to the second item we want to talk about i want to start spending a little more love on what we drink oh this is some good stuff too. and this if there's ever ladies and gentlemen something to, to love good friends this blanton's okay <sighs> blanton's Oof. if Oof. you if you like bourbon poppy if you're aware of what bourbon is and if you're an uh, enthusiast you know Blands is the good stuff because I think, and I mentioned this before, I think it operates almost under the scarcity principle. It's hard to come by. It's not overly expensive. What? It's about a what was it, 100, 100 bucks. Yeah. About 100 bucks. 100 bucks. Um, but it, you just can't find it anywhere. That's the hard, Even when you go there, they don't let you take much. I'm telling you, if you look, if you go to most places that sell this, it's not on the shelves. No, it's not. It's behind the counter. One hundred percent. You and, cannot see this. And stuff. each each you have to ask for each it. shop or whatever only gets a few here and there. It's just the scarcity principle. So you want it, and that's not the only reason we can travel. Why it's a fan favorite of bourbon. It's actually pretty damn good too. It's actually extremely. 
to be honest, we're, we're going to rate this probably too later. But to yep. be honest, this is the price point of this. It's for what we get. We, we're usually in the 50 plus range, yep. um, which is it could be expensive. It is. And I get that, especially with Biden inflation right now. Everybody's pinching their pennies. Um, but it's, in my opinion, one of the best bangs for your buck. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not agree? Like I, I, agree. I think that like I we've had how many, we've had a lot. We had a three hundred and sixty dollar bottle in our hundredth episode. And that was okay. And it was it was good. It was good. It was okay. But was it three hundred and sixty dollar good? I don't I don't I don't think so. So I mean I've had this several times before, um, and, and mainly at specialty places, right? And you're paying up the butt mm-hmm. just for a, mm-hmm. a couple ounce pour. Um, and I've always loved it. This is very good. I'm so happy we have this. This is going to be, I think, from a, a scoring standpoint, probably my best score I've ever given to one of these things. Now, we haven't done 100. This is episode 102. We haven't done 102 different bourbons but because we doubled up sometimes. But we've done a lot. We've done a lot. We've drank a lot, folks. I mean, it's got to be close to 75. To the point. 60 to 75. It's act, like it's affected my life where I don't really drink other than for our podcast much during the week anyways. We're testing you know, it all the cause, time. Because I'm like, uh, my body can't handle it. But this is so good. It's very smooth. It's traditional, in my opinion. There's not something where you're like, "Huh, oh, I get that." It's just what it's supposed to be. There you go. That's it's as bourbon. Yep, yeah, it's Kentucky bourbon. And this stuff is very, very special. And it's literally Frankfort, Kentucky, Blanton Distilling Company. And you know, we have to think for this. We have Frankie and Lewis. Uh, wine regions is where we got this from. Mm-hmm. They're some good friends of ours. We've talked about them many times, but if it wasn't for these guys, we wouldn't have most yeah. of the high end bourbons that we have. Yeah. These guys have really hooked us up and we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Wine regions in Claremont, Florida, go check them out because they have the best stuff because they know this stuff. They own a bar. They own a couple different high end cocktail bars. They know their bourbon. They know their whiskey. Mm-hmm. They know their alcohol. And they've always taken care of us. And they'll get their own stuff uh, barreled up and stuff like that. So, uh, and they go all over the place researching yeah, this stuff. Yeah, they go get select barrels themselves, pick them for, and everything. Uh, for those curious at home, if you're a Blanton's person, one of the things with Blanton's, I don't know if you knew this, is that each of the, the corks and the cap, there's a letter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it spells out Blanton's. Um, and we have letter N for those people at home. I'm not sure which N it is because there's two N's in Blanton's. But... We have the end cork. It's probably the first end because we are the number one boxing beards and bourbon podcast mm-hmm. shot in da 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 da. You know the rest. Yeah, yeah. In the world, in the world, that's the rest. But so that, we can travel. It's solid stuff, man. It is solid, I, and and we've we've been looking at this bottle for a while, waiting to do this on, on the here. episode, and so I'm glad we're back. I'm glad episode 102, we were finally able to hit this Blanton's. We can travel. This is the time of the show. We got to score the thing. Zero to ten boxing gloves for those at home. We do a ranking system. Zero is awful, which is probably close to where proper twelve is. That's not a bourbon, but it's the Connor far, Mc- probably the worst one. Connor right? McGregor whiskey is horrible, straight. Um, so zero is bad. Ten is the best. But as with every kind of scoring system, remember if something scored a ten, you're basically saying there's nothing else ever that's going to be better than that, and that's the best ever. Uh, so we've never ranked anything higher, I think, than maybe like an eight to one total. total. Yeah. Um, we can travel. We're going to score this thing. You're going to do zero to ten boxing gloves. I'm going to do zero to ten boxing gloves. We take the average. I'm going to tell you right now that it says, we believe this is the finest bottle of whiskey ever produced, affording you extra flavor, bouquet, and character. Wow. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, you know, um, hold on. 
I do taste the character. <sighs> if I had my, if I had hair like you, I'd. I'd I have like the. That. I'm getting the bouquet of character right now. The bouquet of character. Okay. Let's see. It, listen, we usually test it over in the bourbon room, but today we're going to keep it here. How does it sound on the ice? Dale, how does it? How does? How does That's pretty now? good. I spilled it. Um, <laughs> Don't spill it. That's, ex- that's an expensive spill. <laughs> that probably cost me like two dollars, mm. at least, maybe five. Okay. <sighs> I'm gonna go eight point six. Eight point six. Okay. And that by far is my highest. I think I've I might have had an eight before, a straight up eight, but I think eight point six is my highest. And I I like it. I do. It's been and like here's what matters for this is my rating. It always okay. encompasses what what goes price, into price, yep, taste, yep, and how I feel after I drink it. That's it. There's another three. I have three. I have those are the top three. three. Those are the three. Okay. Price, yep. taste, yep. how I feel after drinking. Mm. Like, I feel pretty awesome. Like like how you like sexy? How you feel like that? <laughs> like how Listen, how wine sometimes makes people feel sexy? I take you serious when you're wearing pink glasses and I have to look at them. They're pink. They're 100 percent pink. Yeah. Listen, I'm wearing a girl dad hat too, so it just works because. <laughs> Listen, you eight point eight point six. What's 8. your rating? Eight point six. Fine. Okay. So rating? it's interesting that you mentioned the breakdown because we've never done that. Like mm-hmm. how we break down our score. So I think some of my items are very similar. Price is definitely one. I don't want that to be the only thing, but yep. it's important, right? Because not all, all of us are are ballers. Some of us are ballers on a budget, right? Yeah, we're balling. On, everybody's balling. Everyone's on a balling on the budget because of Biden inflation. Biden inflation. We're Biden inflation ballers, right? So, um, anyways, so price is important. And uh, uh, accessibility, I think, is one, which this is not accessible. It's not easy very to get easily. Yeah. Just because um, you have the money doesn't mean you can get this. No. Um, yeah, know some people. Taste is definitely one. You know, for me, because I usually put every, uh, put everything in ice, so I like to see how it unfolds as, as some of the ice kind of works its way through. And then also afterwards. So sometimes when you drink something, it's harsh. Like when you breathe it in and out, you feel the sharpness of it. This is very smooth the whole process start to finish yeah yep. and then uh you said feeling okay how do you I, feel how 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 much of a man do i feel like <laughs> oh wow Tim <laughs> <Allen>. <laughs> um <clears throat> so we can try that's kind of what goes into my score and i kind of like screw it up in a pot and bloom spit it out and i spit out a 9.0 wow oh my for wow. nine oh, i love it now yeah. i feel like i just i feel like i slided which is an 8.8 8.8 8. 8 on average highest of all highest time ever. for weighing your highest ever over. you thought it's not even close you thought episode 100 would give us the highest ever no episode 102 I know, because you know that's where i that's where i hope people yeah. that actually you know we need to start attracting those better bourbon and whiskey drinkers because they're not listening to us i don't think be like, hmm. now it's not about price because I'm, we bought a $360 bottle. Oh, it's never been about price. And that's what try. I love what we do is that we base it on a total of more than just price. But it does ha- it does it's a factor. Listen. Don't we cannot lie, it's a you factor. Want, you want a good hamburger? Where do you go? McDonald's. Really? That's <laughs> no. like the worst answer. <laughs> Jeez, I was trying to like get a good I thought we were doing like satire. No, okay, so <laughs> 
you can go get like a. I threw you off big time. You're like, yeah. wait, what? That's not even the best fast food burger. <laughs> All right, I was kidding. Okay, obviously. but you can get a fast food burger. Okay, it satisfies you. It does its job. You might have diarrhea later. Yeah, I mean McDonald's Actually, is terrible. Probably. It is. Don't don't eat that. McDonald's place, is a don't hockey Don't eat puck. that place. You could throw a cheeseburger in, in the back of your closet, and in six years it would look the same. Yeah, well, don't don't. Like, eat people that. have done that. Don't um, eat that. So you got your fast food stuff. You have your like. Okay, medium range burgers. Okay, you go like um, I don't know where, where's Shake Shack, one of these places, and it's like I've, ten, eleven dollars yeah, for a burger. Yeah, you can go to a gourmet restaurant. Why the hell would you order a burger there? I don't know, but it's like twenty five dollars. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna get what you're gonna get. Experience is one of the factors in that price, but ultimately, you know what? If you're hungry for the Burger King Whopper, it's gonna do it. If you're hungry for the Shake Shack burger, it's going to do it. I'm never hungry for the damn premium burger at a steakhouse. Get a steak there. Listen, these are my two, right now, these are my two top burger places. Okay. It is Culver's. Yeah, I love Culver's. Bro, like, and, I but love they're like, them. it's like 10 or 11 bucks, but it's, it's also for so the, but good. you also get fries and drink for 10 or 11 bucks. The mushroom Swiss burger there is money. I love it, bro. The double. I literally love it. And, Oh my gosh! I Some cheese curds up in there, man. That sounds good, dude. I love. You Culver's. like the cheese curds? I like the cheese no, curds. No, I don't. What? I, I've never had them. The no, fried cheese curds. Okay. I'm not saying I don't like them. I've never had them. I am so traditional and loyal that I just posted on my Instagram that since 2012, I ordered the exact same Chipotle order. You do. You know, Culver's is a Wisconsin brand. Is it really? Yeah. They have them in Missouri as well. Yeah, well, that's... that's, that's and now they have them over here. They have here. And they've had them yeah, for well, a while. Yeah, I've gone there several I times. I just forgot the next place that I was going to... Smashburger. Yeah, it's okay. Smashburger and Culver's. They've jacked up my order several Love times. I, so experience. Well, but... So that factors into go. experience. But how does it actually taste to you? Do you actually... Okay. Because it Culver's is, is better. Yeah, and it's, it's faster. It's better. You know, my mom just landed in KC, and I'm happy about that. Good. But um, yeah, dude, Culver's. Yeah. It's on my list right now. When it's I delicious. when I leave here and I want to have like a, I hate the word cheat day. I hate that. Period. It's I call it reward day. My reward day is I have Culver's. Yeah. I think they have the best burger. They have great fries. Yeah, fries are good. They're I, I think the dude, fries are awesome. The here, curly fries they're fucking awesome. Okay, fine. That's fine. When you get the fries, also order a side order of uh, cheese sauce. Dip the fries in the cheese See, sauce. See, this is why I have you because I don't yeah. know that. I yeah. don't ever – I'm not – I don't explore enough in my food choices. And listen, I'm not a Pepsi guy. I don't like Pepsi. I like Mountain Dew, but I, I'm not a Pepsi guy. But you know what I do like? Wild Cherry Pepsi. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because you're wild at heart. I am wild at heart. That's a book. <laughs> um, so we can trap. Blanton's well, – You're going to say something. <laughs> I don't remember. The Blanton's – 8.8 boxing gloves, folks. That's the highest we've ever had. So if you can get your hands on, on one of these bottles, do it. If you can get your hands on one of these bottles and want to send it to us, do it. Do it. Do it as soon as possible. Um, <clears throat> we can drive. I love this stuff. So I could drink this. You know what's really cool, too? Don't forget the little cage on it, though. This is, you know, if you look this little, yeah. if you're listening to us on Spotify, which I hope you are, but I hope you're also watching our beautiful faces. Mm. This is a cool little net that it has on there. It like signifies that it's true Blanton's. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have some updates here uh, with regard to the brand, the Wayne with Travis Hartman brand that we're doing. Obviously, we've always done this podcast. This is kind of where we started. Like, hey, let's do a podcast. Okay. And then we did. And we're 102 episodes in. A couple years at this point. But 
we've randomly done some prediction videos. We've randomly done some of these other random posts. Obviously, this past Monday, we did a quick shot video on this Tommy Fumbles Fury crap. But we wanted to start adding some additional content, things of reaction videos to fights, maybe fights that we've actually done prediction videos towards, you know, technique things, maybe even, dare I say, the gambling side of things. What's hey, B-Money doing? B-Money is on point. What's B-Money doing? Well, actually, you know what? B-Money tonight oh, lost. Oh, you did. I lost money because, as a Packer fan, I know how bad we are, and we were taking on his Dallas Cowboys, and the spread was only what four three, and a half? Three point five. Well, they, they came down, but earlier in the week it was four On and a half yeah. for the Cowboys. And so I said, "Huh, either the Packers are going to win, I'm going to be very happy, or they're going to get spanked." So let me take the Cowboys points. It was like twenty to fourteen. They were on pace to get. Spanked. I I was either going to win money or win a game. I ended up winning the game, so I'm very happy. Uh, either way, so but usually on the boxing side, I hedge myself. I'm pretty good, pretty somewhat accurate. Listen. Weekend Travis had a bad year. Yeah. 2022, Anthony Joshua and Jake Paul now. And I've actually, actually, Jake Paul's, I got that one wrong. Jake Paul's actually been my, I've, I've predicted his fights like pretty on point, actually. All well, of them. The point being. I have, Anthony Joshua, I predicted two of his wrong. And now I'm, I'm pretty much 0-3 between Jake Paul and Anthony Joshua. The point being. My 2022 has been terrible. We can Let's trap. end already. A lot of 2022 for a lot of people has been terrible for a variety of reasons. However, what I'm going to say is the prediction videos as we go through that catalog of what we've done, we've been pretty mixed, but we're going to do more. And more. Well, here's the deal. And we're going to break these One of us is things. right, so keep listening to us. So and we're going to break down some of these fights, have some reaction videos to it. We're going to actually, I'm going to take you down to your we gym. We've got a new mix. I'm actually going to take you down to your gym sometimes, Weekend Trav, and we're going to work technique. Because people want to see that. Like, If you've only watched boxing or you're just kind of interested in this world and f- trying to figure out the basics of fitness when it comes to boxing, there's a plenty, a lot of gyms out there for that. But... Very simple technique things. Or like when we speak in lingo, like we talk about, you know, I don't know, what, what do we say? Like, oh, so like, like certain uppercut. punches and stuff and like that. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some people don't know what that stuff yeah. is. You know, we're going to explain it a little bit better. So anyways, from we're a gonna form, help you guys out. Yeah. We're going to do a lot of that. I love that. A because that. that's, so listen, I, I was, so I was at 170 amateur fights, 46 yep. pro fights. I never became a world champion. I was a national champion in the amateurs. Yep. Never really materialized as a pro. However, I love boxing, and I'm continuing to learn. I coach it now. Yep. Um, I live it. I love this stuff. So I just because I was never a world champion doesn't mean I kind of gave up on the sport. I didn't. I love this. I watch videos. I watch fights. I'm a fan, but I also try to break stuff down. So I think now we're going to start putting that on film because I, I do genuinely feel like I do know what I'm talking about. I've been around this since I was six years old. Yep. And You're pretty smart. I'm 39 years old now. That's ins- I've been around boxing since I was six. I know. That's actually insane. Yeah, to think about. Yeah. That's lit- but but what I want to get at though is why I love these videos is because I've actually because I've I grew up boxing, I know a lot of people that have boxed too. Yep. So now I'm also seeing people that were like around my age, a little older, that are also coaching boxing yeah. now. Oh but it, people don't coach it right. Yeah. They don't teach the fundamentals well, you correctly. Get, you get a lot of that in different sports too. Football, track, especially. Especially with I the YouTube age going on too now. Correct. So there's a YouTuber out there showing off lifting techniques every second, and 98% of them are doing it wrong. Okay, so I, get, I see all this content out there. I'm like, you are encouraging people to hurt yourself. 
me being a certified ISA coach. Yep. Uh, um, and also, I've coached youth sports for many years, just like you've coached people, you've coached, uh, uh, you know, adults, you yourself have boxed, kids, obviously, everybody, kids. Yep. So you see thing, people doing things the wrong way, or at least advising the wrong way. We're done with that, folks. Here at Wayne in with Travis Hartman, we want to give it to you straight. We're going to give it to you truthful, and we're going to show you the right ways to do things. Uh, so we're going to also continue the end this corner statements whenever we can get yeah. an interview down uh, for something that's relevant, people that want to, you know, you want to hear certain people. Uh, we, and we have several of those out there already, but we're going to continue to do that. So that's kind of our goal, ladies and gentlemen, for you listening to us on this podcast. We want to do more. It's, it's as Pat McAfee would say on his show, it's for the brand. Right. You know we, what? No, where you know what it's for? This is we're the we're the people's champion. We're the grassroots somebody people's that. champion. Grass we're gonna be the people's pe- we're gonna be the people's champion. Okay. We're not gonna do it for blah blah blah. We're gonna be for the people. Yeah. The people. They want us to teach them better technique. But also, you know what? Mm-hmm. That because this is a boxing podcast, also yep. bourbon and beards, yep. but also part of boxing is strength and conditioning, yep. which is be money. Yep. So I think that I think we should throw in a couple of videos as well yeah. of be money teaching proper technique. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So I think that people should definitely tune into us. We're going to help you get healthier, get yep. fitter, and also get smarter about boxing. That's right. That's so right. you when you go to, when you go to somebody's party for a pay per view party because boxing is getting popular. When you go watch a Jake Paul fight, I want you guys to watch us first. So when you're at a party when Jake Paul's fighting, you don't sound like an idiot no. talking. That's what we're here for. You know what helps me when I talk about footwork? Then I sound smart. <laughs> I always say things about footwork. <laughs> it really is about footwork. It really a lot of it. But then, about if footwork. you go into detail about it, maybe but then, not yeah, so much. you really got to understand that. Then <laughs> if if anybody comes to throw, I'm like, what do you mean by it's that? It's so amazing how he turned him with the footwork. <laughs> People and know what you're talking. What? About. Yeah. People think they know. What? They do. They're like, yeah. Hmm. Wow, that guy's... They don't know how to counteract that either. No. So like, they'd they're be like, like, oh, he punched him hard. Yeah, but look at his feet. You'd be going to be like, he must know what he's talking he about. He may look like... It looks like he hit him hard, but look at his feet. <laughs> Anyways, so we could trap. That's it. Uh, episode 102. So yeah, we got some formatting changes coming. We got this Blanton's... Thank God we had this one. It was good. Um, and then we saw Montana Love tackle somebody. You were 0.4 more than me. I'm just in a euphoric state we can trap because I, I lost some money, but I saw my team win at the same time. So I've hedged my day. I'm I'm sad. And I'm in even in a more sad state that the fact that we did a whole boxing podcast yeah. and Mayweather fought and we, we, barely, talk about and we barely talked about um, him. He was actually on the card of the fight yeah, that we talked about with <laughs> Insane. We can draft. You guys have never beat Aaron Rodgers. Oh, can I can I talk about the stat that we had? It was 195 and zero, and we're leading by 14 or more points in yeah. the second half. Yeah, or overtime. Yeah, we were 195 and zero. Now you have. What one. did I say? I looked <laughs> at that stat one. and I said, "Dude, anytime." I literally said it too. I was like. That's a stupid stat to show right now because anytime, it's a first for everything. Anytime commentators do things like that, especially with kickers, Bullshit. when like a guy's yeah. lining up for a field goal, oh, oh, he hasn't missed miss. all year. Yeah, he's they gonna miss. be he's about to miss. They do it on purpose. It's a these jinx. statisticians are jerks, and I feel like they've never played before in their lives, and they're just really smart, well, no. and they want us to fail. It's like I, I was talking to your wife today, uh, this evening, and it's they always come up with the negative stats. That's true. Why why don't we why don't we try to show off positive stats like hey in this scenario they always win yeah you're not wrong actually on that one hmm. they do you think about it you look at a lot of stuff they always come up with like a negative stat like, yeah yeah it's you know negative cells uh, anyways Dust, we can draft drama cells anything I missed you hit everything 
Did I? You, you, other than missing on the Cowboys are supposed to win. Oh, stat guy? Did I miss anything? I think we're good. I think we're good. Okay. You're good? We're good? You good? Yeah, you, so, got, it. you got it? There's no one over there. Okay, thank you. Uh, but, yeah, anyways. <laughs> uh, so, special thanks, TH Boxing, Goldstream Financial, and IF Enterprises, as mm-hmm. always. I'm going to name this lounge, by the way, or this uh, room. We gotta name the lounge too. Well, we do. It's called the Bourbon Room. It's open for naming I call, rights. First of all, it's called naming the rights, folks. You know what though? If anybody wants to jump in here and sponsor one of our rooms, you can sponsor the podcast room or the Bourbon Room. But I call it the Boom Boom Room. But whatever, you can sponsor it. Sponsor my pink sunglasses. You can sponsor pink sunglasses. You can sponsor. You can sponsor anything. This is sponsored, but that could be you. But it's <laughs> but it could be. But it's not. See, this is what we miss, the rambling nature of what we do. Listen, I don't even know why you have a Packers hand right now. I just hate the fact that this Packers beat us today. You know what this is? We probably should have did a more full episode. You know, remember, do you remember when we did an episode maybe a year or two years ago? It was the first year, and I had to wear a Packers outfit? Yeah. What was that from? We didn't play you. Yeah, why did I wear it? Are you sure? It was only a couple years ago. We don't play you guys every year. We, we I thought we played, like, didn't we? Did uh, we play every year? Remember, we, we met over at Nona Blue and watched. But that was a couple of years ago. That was sure? before the podcast. Are you sure? I don't know. I don't know either. But I do know that there was an episode. I'll have to look it yeah, up. Yeah, no, no. I know, I know. You lost a bet. I wore a jersey and, and I had gloves. Like, I had gloves. Yeah. You brought everything. Yeah, yeah. I wore it, though. You lost hey, a bet. I can't remember what the I, bet I was. I know, and I followed through with that. You're welcome. I would follow through with the I, bet. I always own my bets. Okay. Right? Well, I can't 100%. help it that you lose your bets. Well, listen, I feel like we should probably make a bet coming up. Maybe I'm glad that we didn't do it tonight because I would have oh, lost. Of what? <laughs> of what? Of what sporting event? Of what? Well, I think it should be football. The boxing now. calendar is very blank this coming week. Well, weekend. listen, I've, obviously 2022 has not been weekend Trav's year. No. Listen, we talk about all the negative stuff. I probably have gotten more right than I've gotten yeah, wrong. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I've gotten the big ones like Anthony Joshua The twice. ones we've put out there in the public eye. Twice. <laughs> Joshua versus Susie I got wrong. B-Money got it right. Yeah. Jake Paul, although... No, I got it wrong. I did tell B Money to, I was like, listen, one of my other friends too was like, hey, I'm going to bet on this fight. I was like, listen, I do think that Silva's going to win. But however, I go, what's the over under? He's like, it's six rounds. I go, 100% bet on the over under. Mm-hmm. And the guy wants some money. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of correct on that. But Paul did impress me, man, on that one. And I hate to end this episode on the fact that yeah. I just said Paul impressed me. Jeez. But he did. I feel like we should end it on something else then. What can we end it on? I don't know. I feel like we're coming into a weird transition to where we're talking Very about Jake. Rusty. But we're talking about Jake Paul on a serious level now. I don't like it. And that. I don't <clears throat> like it either. Well, we need to look at some fights that might be coming up. Uh, Terrence Crawford. He's fighting somebody. He's also going to. You know what? Terrence Crawford and is. And Usyk is fighting some guy now, too. Is he? What, next year? They, no, they just. It was ordered. I can't remember. In December? I don't know if it's in December. No, or not. it's got to be next year. Because yeah, he said knows. he wasn't going to fight until next and year. That, that could be, but they, someone just ordered the fight, so I don't know. There's just a lot of a stupid stuff going on, and it's not very. I'm not. Last year, this time, I was excited heading into the new year. The lightweight division got us excited to think oh, about this. The 135 pound division. But those guys are never going to fight each other. I know. They're not the only ones. They're just going to talk other. about it, and they will never fight each other. You know, we have to. You know, we have to think for that though. Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather. That fight got built up for over like three to five years, yeah. and then guess what happened? Ended up doing like Mayweather made like two hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah. Pacquiao made like one hundred eighty million dollars. So all these other fighters are like, "Oh, I can make that money if I just wait." It's just, those no, guys you aren't can't the same. because you're not the same. Those exactly, guys aren't the same. you're not cut from the same cloth. Okay, so they don't have the dog in them. That's how we end, I guess.
That there is weekend traff. That there is B money, aka producer, aka I wear pink sunglasses. But I got the dog in me. <laughs> that was a little girly dog. <laughs> God bless. I feel like mine was like more deep. Like make yours deeper. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, Got the right. dog. <laughs>